Good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time of this recording. This is episode 114 of the Restricted Zone Podcast, and I'm back with a great crew today. Man, Kranjik, introduce yourself to the people, man. Man, you already know who it is, the smartest man on the podcast, back at it again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mar, introduce yourself to the crowd, man. What's up, Colin? Thanks for having me, man. You know, we already about to have a good episode, like always. Always, man. I can't wait. Johnny, introduce yourself to the people, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, world. Just Johnny tapping in again, baby. The analyst, not the advocate, just the analyst. Why is Kendrick brushing with the wave cap? Like, he's just too cool over there. Too cool. I I I didn't have an introduction, so I figured I'd brush the dewey. And then we bring it back to the main star of this episode. Introduce yourself and give a round of applause. Chris, introduce yourself to the Restricted Zone fans, man. <laughs> welcome one, welcome all. I'm glad you were able to witness greatness. Let's get right to it. Oh man, let's get right into it. I know you guys are ready. We haven't been uh we haven't been out for a couple of days, but we're back. And it was straight basketball, but before we even get started, we definitely want to give our heartfelt uh, condolences to the victims out in Denver, Colorado, and just the mass shootings that's been taking over uh, since the Nuggets have won the NBA championship. Johnny, go ahead and just definitely address. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, much congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, but real quick, our hearts do go out, man. It was some um, tragedies that did happen during – like three and a half hours after the game, um, over the past two days, uh, some tragedies have happened. Three and a hour, half hours after the game, Chief uh, Chief Officer Ron Thomas uh, reported to Denver police that it was like a quote-unquote drug deal happened to go wrong out in the streets of Denver while people were celebrating, and uh, 20 rounds were fired into the crowd, and over nine people were wounded. And this is about three and a half, hour, three and a half hours after the game. Um, our hearts do go out to those people. Um, they were treated at the hospital. Uh, I didn't see or read anything about anybody passing away that night, and so we thank God for that. And um, actually, the day of parade, the day of the, of the parade was um, just as bad, unfortunately, as well. Um, sergeant Justin died. Uh, Justin died. Sar- he's a sergeant for the Denver Police. He was accidentally struck by a fire truck, and he was rushed to the hospital with lower leg injuries. So we're praying for a full speed of recovery for you, sir. Appreciate your service and everything you do. And also, uh, Chief Officer Ron Thomas also reported to Denver police that um, two more, unfortunately, two more males were shot. Um, it was a target shooting at the Denver parade on 17th Street and Curtis Street. And uh, two males were, two, vic- uh, two victims were shot, unfortunately, and um, they're still looking for the shooter. So our hearts go out. Um, it was a couple of tragedies over the day, over the past couple of days in Denver, but nonetheless, it's still something to celebrate for the Denver Nuggets. Definitely, definitely. So with that, we definitely give our if anyone else has anything else they want to add before we go on. So we one more thing to add. Uh, we're going to send out uh, prayers and a shout out to the uh, Lewis family. Ray Lewis lost his Ray Lewis's son died. Uh, Ray Lewis, the third, was just uh, confirmed dead. There's other the sources have confirmed them that he has died. So shout out to the Lewis family and praying for them as well. Definitely nothing but blessings and prayers going on. Absolutely. Today. Anyone that went through anything tragic over the past couple of weeks, uh, we just wish nothing but the best for you guys. And we definitely keep you guys in our thoughts and our prayers. So definitely. So 
everyone, don't forget to check on them. Say, say thank you to your loved ones. Appreciate the people you have here because life is very, very short. You just don't know. So with that being said, thanks a lot. We want to take a moment out of the episode to definitely uh, address those. All right, Kendrick, go ahead, man. Well, as we brought up earlier, it was the Denver Nuggets who won the NBA Finals. They're, they're, they're the NBA champions. First time in their organization's history, they win the NBA Finals. The last time they had a chance at the NBA Finals, they it was, it wasn't even the NBA, really. They was in the eight. What was it, the ABA League, right? Or the ABA League. ABA League. American Basketball Association. <laughs> sure was. So, I mean, listen, we got to give them a shout out. It's been almost 50 years. Boom, they get it. They get it because they built. They built it brick by brick. Tell them again. But they built it brick by brick. We're talking about a second round pick out of where he where he from, Chris? Where he from? <laughs> Serbia. Yes, I mean, two time, two time MVP. He won it back to back. He was like Jordan '96 and '97. Whoa! <laughs> he won it back to back. Didn't win it this year. He said, "I don't care. I hoop. That's it. I hoop and I win." He proved his point. The man was almost averaging a triple-double the entire playoffs. Hooping. That is the definition of hooping. He, him and his, co- and his co-star, Jamal Murray. Oh, there was talks. Jamal Murray. Is, he, is, Jamar, is Jamal Murray like that? Is he him? They sure can look at him like, is he James, Har- James Harden over him? He showed, <laughs> he said, oh, word. Okay. Watch this. Y'all, y'all playing with me because I was hurt. Y'all disrespected me because I was hurt. Now we'll get it. Now, now we can't say nothing. He shut us up. He was like, mm-hmm. he looking at now. He's looking like a top five guard in the league. I'm just saying, after that playoff performance, a top five guard in the league. I'm, that's just me. I could be wrong, but we gonna get it started. We gonna get it started with Chris because since he's the Nuggets fan, we want to hear your thoughts. I understand this your team. How you feeling after a win like that? I don't. What's the, I don't even know the word. Stupendous is the best word to describe it. Stupendous. That's a good word. That's a good word. It's a very good word. Kendrick, you labeled <laughs> off everything I wanted to say. Nah. As of now, I know we said this before in the past, but as of now, I don't want to hear anybody say Joel Embiid. Oh, no more. Oh, jeez. Oh, from the off. Oh, from the off. You, you, you. Come on. Come on. Let's not do that. Oh, we will. We get into it. We will. Should we get into it? Should we get into it? It's deceased. We don't even know who that is. Exactly. We ain't gonna say deceased. We ain't gonna say that. We ain't gonna say that. He did win an MVP. Got it. We gotta say. Gotta at least say. Just talk about Denver, bro. The reigning MVP. The reigning. I am. I am. The real, the real MVP. First of all, Jokic is the MVP without a crown at this point, because we know he's the real MVP. Ooh. I, I don't, I don't yeah. think what Joel Embiid did in the regular season anymore because it's pointless. And this it was a regular season award. I understand that. I understand. You care when Jokic was. But who was the best player all year? 
Oh. Only one. If we being honest and be only got that joint because Jokic already got his too, they felt bad for him. It was like, here, just give it to me. Oh, no, not to come on now. Don't, you don't, 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 say it was a pity, a pity award. I'm just saying, if Jokic didn't already win, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about we got to talk about Embiid. See, oh my! I'm glad y'all want to talk about it. We don't got to talk about it. I just want to bring something up, bro. I just want to bring something up real quick about Joel Embiid. We're just gonna go off not not crazy stats, just the regular stats. For the regular season, Joel Embiid averaged 33 points, 10 rebounds, and four assists. For the it's very solid. Very good. Very good. Now, let me tell you what Nicole Lucas did in just 20 games. Nah, clearly. 30 points. Mm. 13 rebounds. Mm. And nine assists. Mm. Shooting 57% from the field and over 40% from three. Okay. The personification, <laughs> the personification of greatness. Because this man can't, can't jump to save his life. And I think he might have dumped the ball on the total of five times in these entire playoffs. But he cooked everybody that was in front of him. From Rudy Gobert, bumass, and <laughs> to injury-prone AD, to Bam. To Bam. I mean, and, I will give, and I will give Bam his credit. I will give Bam his credit. You got to. Because you can't outside, give it to nobody else on that team. Outside, you got to give it to Ben. You outside of, give the entire team. Outside of game five, outside of game five, Ben was hooping. But Yogi still outplayed him. Now so much Murray. He did. Bro, Ben was Ben had two big games. To be honest. Ben was the main I mean Ben I mean but Ben was really like, I don't know, he had to do something. Jimmy wasn't giving him nothing. I will give you guys time to I will give you guys time to debate later. I will give you time. I will give you you guys have all the time to debate later while I listen, but it's my time now. Sorry, my good sir. The champion's time. It's okay. Again, just for the public and for you guys on here. I need to apologize about the blasphemous thing I said about James Harden. Mm. That man can't lace Jamal Murray's shoes in the playoffs. He can't mm. lace his shoes. Mm. Jamal Murray, I, I was skeptical due to the fact that Jamal Murray hadn't played in two years. And this man literally took his game to a whole nother freaking level. Sure did. To the point where, yes, Kendrick, I do, I do believe firmly believe that Jamal Murray is a top five point guard in this league. And he better have some all-star appearances coming in in the near future. He better get a super max deal by the time his contract is up. He des- he deserves all of it. Crazy. The team that we made, yo, they're crazy. I'm just saying to them, like, you came at him beat, he came at hard, you talking crazy. <laughs> I come from out and jumped in already, but go ahead, continue what you said. Can't argue facts, man. Uh, Michael, let's. I just. I'm. I'm not gonna take too much time with this. But Michael Porter Jr., even though you are a certified Jack, you stepped up when you needed to step up. But boy, oh boy, you are a certified Jack. I will say it again. Jack. Aaron Gordon. Way to play above your. Way to play above your pay grade. <laughs> I heard they called him seatbelt the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, man. He was trapping Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jimmy was going crazy on everybody except Aaron Gordon. I'm just saying. Caught him Seabell, though. <laughs> he got everybody he needed to guard and did enough for them to win. He strapped KD a couple of games because KD was shooting terrible. Strap it, strap Jimmy Butler. I can even quick. say strap. Le- I can, I can even say strap, strap LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, strap yeah. LeBron. Strap LeBron. <laughs> see, was ready for this. I heard, I heard Eric Gordon ran down the court and and heard and he kept saying click click to him in their ear, like how you know you click a seatbelt in. He was like click click. That's what I heard. Yeah, he made he made all them boys buckle up. He made all boys buckle up. And again, I've said this many times, but once again, Mar, thank you, thank you for not for releasing Bruce Brown. That <laughs> man, that I don't even, I don't even know what to say about that man. He, I, I, I just hope he comes back next year because he has a player option, and he's due to get paid because he balled out. I'm I hope sorry. he comes back to Denver. Yeah, I no. hope he comes back. What'd you say? Huh? Me again. I'm a Luke Johnson fan. I'm no longer a Nets fan, so you don't have to thank me. It's over <laughs> I will thank you because you deserve it. And like you said, Kendrick, brick by frickin' brick. My man was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. It is now the undisputed best player in this whole wide world. The best player in this draft, plays. Yeah, he could Dandre ain't so bad, but. The best player in the whole wide world. There's nobody close to this man right now. It's just beautiful to see. Honestly, I know it's early, but we might repeat next year. I want to run it back. It was so fun to watch it once. I want to watch it twice. Ooh. Let's run it back. Ooh. Oh, let's run it back. Let's 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 let's. The only person that might not be on the team next year is Bruce Brown. I saw that everybody else will be back. He's the only person that might not be back, so why not run it back? I think he might he might pick up that player option just to run it back. He could, or Denver, or he can, or he can opt out. Denver slot him an extra 10, 10, 15, 20 mil. Come on back, we got money for you. Come on back. You see what this team could do. You see what we could do. It's Denver's time. Time to run this shit up. Right. <laughs> oh man. What 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 my man Mike Malone said that we want to run that shit back. Mike Malone said that. Let's go, Coach Mike. Run that shit back. <laughs> Coach Mike is crazy. I would like to open up the floor to all of you guys, specifically Colin. What I do? I told I told you you would rule this day. No, I don't. Congratulations though. Shout out to y'all. What what do you have to say? What do you say have to say about all this? Uh, shout out to the Kentucky guard Jamal Murray, man, just representing Kentucky to the highest level. Yeah, and then Jokic, second round. A lot of second round picks have been having a lot of success stories over the years, but Jokic by far is probably the best second round ever. I mean, I could be wrong, but right. I'm not. He yeah, he's the best really, second round. Pick ever. Not even for debate. Maybe who knows? Twenty years later, who knows? But nah, as of now, he's yeah. I don't. I don't see a, a second round pick having that type By of far. ever. Two MVPs and 
leaps and freaking bounds. I don't, don't see you ever time. say that blasphemous. You refer to him as the best player in the world. That's what you refer to him as. From the hip. Joel Embiid will never be. <laughs> I mean, he 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 could become the best player if he go to the Heat or some. You know, I don't know. Just not no. the Sixers. No, no, Kendrick. He, he, he will never leave. Never. I need him to leave. I, I just wanna, need that whole team to leave. Talk, I don't want to talk about Embiid, but y'all could, me, me y'all could go with this. What is Embiid top ten? Embiid don't give. I don't give a about Embiid. Honestly, I don't. He could be top five, ten, fifteen. He can also be off the sixty time, but I really want him to. He can't be yes. top five. Definitely can't be top five. He can be nah. top ten, Sam. No, I think top you. 10 you no, you got to give him top ten. You got to give him top ten. You got to give him top ten. Yeah, yeah. Seem has entered the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Seem top five in his team. Top top five in his position. Or top five people. No, no, he he two in it. He number two in his position. He two. He come still, on, yeah. oh. come on. He's you 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 really gonna sit there he's and say, damn? Second. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he's a yeah, I'm second for sure. But he's still second. Johnny, you the advocate? Are you advocate for Joel? What's no, the, I'm, what's... Try, I'm trying to see what top five we talking about. Mm. He's top, no, he top. No. He's top three center easily. Top yeah, three. Number two. Number two. Top three. Top three. Number two. And beating AD not far. Cool. And beating AD not far. That's all I'm saying, bro. AD but, four. But, but, but Jokic. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, see, see. Come on, Chris. We trying to argue about second place right now. Joel AD far, but Jokic leaves a bounce over both of them boys. Yeah, Jokic. Bro, we was trying to argue about second place. It's not fair. It's not no, but yeah, no, but back to my statement. Yeah, uh, Jokic by far is the the best. I there probably never be a second round pick that come and get back to back MVPs. You keep talking and, about the second round pick. Refer to him as the best player in the world and keep it pushing. Yeah, the pick don't mean nothing at this point, best, bro. <laughs> the best player in the world. Uh, and yeah, man, he was drafted during the Taco Bell commercial. That's crazy. So uh, that's a, that's a hell of a you know success story. I'm sure that's going to probably motivate a lot of second rounders in the future. You know, probably not to his level or extent, but, you know, you know, give them hope. Like, hey, we, we can make it to the league. You know, it's not just the first rounders. So, you know. You like, yo, yo, see, I'm sorry. I Let him get, Chris, no, 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 Time out, time out. Did you hear what this man just said? He just said, hope it motivates other second rounders. Bro, you like the damn media at this point. You try to talk about know. other stuff besides Nikola Jokic, who's the only person you should be talking about right now. After all the talk I heard from you, I didn't, oh, what I said, what? He wasn't what talking. talking. He wasn't, he wasn't talking. He wasn't, it wasn't talk. It was just Real quick. Like, Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to listen to none of that. I'm a, Chris, you know, I'm going to tell you what it is. Colin got the best got got the best chance to be the politician out of all of us, and he refused to tap into that potential. That's he crazy. has done, he done, bro, you said, you literally keep saying, talk about Nicole Ojas. He's talking about everything else but Nicole Ojas. I'm just, I'm just saying directly. I he, gave he's the avoiding man it. Shit. He's avoiding it. He is avoiding it. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I guess that made it came out wrong, but I really listen. Yoki's the best center. No, he dude, it, it's, it's like he's talking. It's like it's like Tom Brady in the sixth round. He's trying to 
Bro, he's giving him his flowers. I see the point you do made. You, hold on, hold on. Do like, you call Tom? He's just you trying to say, Tom. like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa Time out. What you about to say is crazy. <laughs> so, so you mean to tell me you call Tom Brady the best six-round quarterback ever drafted? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> come on. Come on. We got we gonna, we going to do that to Tom now? <laughs> no, wait. wait. What my client was trying to say. <laughs> the best six round was, player ever. <laughs> he, what he's just trying to say is, dog, it's just from where he came from to what he is now is like, no, it's, it's, no, but he told us so. He told Jokic probably the, the second best, uh, or probably the best <laughs> player in the second <laughs> round, bro. He's so verbatim. Jokic better than Embiid. I don't think that's a debate anymore at this point. Even Johnny we, we could admit that, right? It's, it's Embiid, not a debate. bro, we're talking about a whole – Embiid is not even in the convo anymore. We're talking about is Jokic better than Steph Curry? Is Jokic better than – Kevin Durant, oh, all time. Wait, 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 wait. That's what we're talking about. Oh, uh, all time? I'm here for that conversation. Like, we got to start talking about yo- – we got to start talking about who's better all time, Jokic or Giannis. Who's better all time, Jokic I'm or KD? Jokic is in that conversation. Well, okay, you know what? Don't Giannis got a defensive player listen, of the year? I'm going to entertain it. No, listen, that's only fair, but you have to only include players with one ring because you can't do that with multiple ring players. It's only players you can – That's why – Like, I'll take – KD got – Whoa, he, he just he got, got one ring. Let's not go crazy here. Whoa, whoa, come on, come on. I got I got the real I got the real debate. That's listen, you can you can you can listen, this is gonna incorporate Giannis and all that. We're ranking Jokic as the top European player of all time. Where are we ranking him? Uh man. I still like dirt. I still like dirt, yeah. Jokic is better than dirt, bro. I don't care. Jokic yeah, is better than give me Jokic. Yes. Mar, what you Re- saying? Jokic could score. Jokic could score like Dirk, and it gave you the assists and the rebounds. And he was a better defender than Dirk. Give me Jokic over Dirk, bro. We talk about. I'm mad at that. European players. It's between Jokic and Giannis at this point. Okay. I think it's Jokic. Hmm. Jokic is a European player. Yeah, it is. Uh, one of them got to get another one. No, we talk about just overseas and just like not from America. Then it's then it's like a different because you got like Hakeem and all them guys, so it's like a different. I mean, but European, I think Jokic got European for sure. Okay. Yeah. okay. So are we t- not like all time? Because like you said, you would have to include Hakeem and all that. Yeah, I keep from Africa, not Europe. Yeah, I'm not European. It's only European, not just okay. I said, yeah, I said European. You know what? That's fine. All right, I'll take that. I can do with that. Listen, Mar and I are personally waiting for when Luka Doncic goes on a three peat in the NBA finals, and then I promise you, you never not going to shut up. When that, when that day comes, yeah, Kendrick, when that, when that day comes, we can talk about that. But it's, I know. I was talk, you I'm, not, trying you I'm trying to manifest. I'm trying to manifest. Let me manifest. You're going to be manifest. That's all. I, 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 manifest. Said, I, didn't, I didn't say if. I said when. I didn't even say if. I said when. Same. I feel his manifest. I would say I had that same Luka thought gonna, process. Luka's going to get I think that's who we're going to be talking about for the next 10 years or so. Luka versus Jokic. Those going to be the guys. And Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Jokic <laughs> for the next 10 years? 
That's a lot. I'm, I'm talking about that's gonna be Why the not? combo for the decade. I'm not, not saying Jokic gonna be the MVP for ten years. I'm talking about that's gonna be like, like you know what he had, Brown and KD or yeah, like Brown and Curry. Yeah. Me. Like oh, we, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the next. Talking about that the overseas barbershop. The overseas barbershops. Chill out. Somewhere else, my fault. And then when we talk about who could be like, I don't want to say it because only one chip. Like you write only one chip. And when we talk about who could be the next dynasty, bro, Denver in the in a pretty solid position, bro. Because Jokic and Murray, they play so well together, and they're so consistent together. You know what you're gonna get from those two. Well, I tell you what, if if he's doing that, they got like I said, they they just gotta just support the Cavs. They gotta keep the they gotta keep building and running the same two players. That's it. Just keep your consistency if they're supporting Cavs, which is why I I will have mentioned this before. The Nuggets, I've always mentioned their bench and how deep they were. It wasn't even we already knew about Jokic and Murray. I was always astounded. KCP, 10 to 11 points per game, that whole playoff run. Michael, the possession ends here. It's going up for the junior. 15 points per game, but still eight boards. Also, oh. Aaron Gordon, 13 points per game. Straps with the six boards. Bruce Brown, 10 to 12 points a game, about two threes. So it's always been a supporting cast, and it was just better than their supporting cast. Gabe Benson's 13 points per game didn't seem – he had his stints, but it just seemed like Michael Porter – like just the, uh, their others were just better, bro. I've always said about the, about the Nuggets other uh, about the Nuggets others, bro. It's just always they never had a hero, but I always said that about the Nuggets best. They keep building around those two stars. Yeah. yeah Hold on. But, I will say this about the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat might have would have been a little bit better offensively if they would have at least had Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo. Hey, well, can I ask you a question, Kendrick, from previous segments? Am I allowed from previous segments? Um, am I allowed to be impressed by Duncan Robinson now? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I just don't understand why you why you gotta be impressed. I mean, listen, I understand that he was doing he was playing bad for a moment, but I mean, come on, this isn't the first time somebody signed a big contract and then fell off a little bit and then had to pick it back up. You know, it was just one of those dicks. For for the for the fans that didn't tune into the, to a couple podcasts ago, the Heat in the earlier playoff run, Tyler Hero had just got hurt, and I'm and getting uh, uh Duncan Robinson came off the uh, bench and he scored a couple threes. I was impressed by it. I was a little bit I kind of forgot about Duncan Robinson, and Kendrick told me shoot or shoot. What's so impressive? I mean, well, yeah, I mean one uh, one to uh, three games is in one to three threes a game is impressive if you're getting like seven minutes. But he's his minutes increased, obviously. And over those 18 minutes a game, he was getting about what nine to about 10 points per game, shooting over well over 40 percent. And, and it's not even like, just like well, he was impressive now. He was scoring, he will, but he will go. It's not even like oh, Duncan here we go. Have, Duncan was scoring like nine points in a row, he but like, he was also three. getting he was coming off the dribble was great. I didn't know he was that yeah. good off the screen. He's a Pretty shooter, right? Sure. Kendrick, listen, listen, now, listen, be impressed now. Listen, you can be impressed with him coming off the dribble. I promise you, that's cool. Cause listen, I was impressed with every time he did it. But don't sit here. You impress and you are impressed about a shooter who uh, came into league knowing uh, being known as a shooter. Like, come on, you can't be impressed knowing that this is his job and he's good at it. I mean, that's crazy. He, he didn't have much of a cold streak. You know how shooters go cold, but you can't. Yes, that's how it is. He didn't go too cold. Like he kind of shot consistent. Just like the it was damn cold. media. 
bro, like, literally interesting. Bro, that's like, bro, that's like being, that's like literally, literally being impressed with Duncan Robinson making threes is like being impressed Jokic can get an assist. Oh Jesus. Oh, you no, impressed no, with like 10 assists in like eight minutes, then yes, with Duncan Robinson's minutes, then yes, that'd be impressive. Wait, Johnny, hold on, Johnny. Wait, so let oh, Mark come talk. on, bro. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. From my experience with Duquesne Robinson, right? Duquesne Robinson. I was. Now, look, I'm not promoting this. But I would usually put him on my FanDuel tickets, and that that I just took his under every time, and it was always green. So when I seen, I told Chris this, I was like, bro, because Chris was Chris. Chris actually told me about him first, so I'm like, okay. But then when I play, he's just breaking it, or he's just taking horrible shots, and it's like, okay, he can hit a shot, but can he hit shots to really bring his team back? So when when he was doing in these playoffs, I was. It had me impressed because I, I banged with that man. That's all I wanted. That that's it. Yeah, you're not even like speaking of in, in speaking of sports betting, he covered me this playoff. So, Lamar was saying it's not even just like Duncan was hitting threes. It seemed like he was he was always having a huge impact on every game they won. Like he would have a crazy stretch where they couldn't find any offense, and he would give them ten straight just like that. Like and it would be in the fourth quarter too. Like when they need them Jones to happen, Duncan was always there and ready to to make it make sure it happened. Like he was great in the playoffs for sure. Like come around, bam, just I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and I think that's the um the main thing with Miami. I know we talked about they had Hero and Over Depot, but they would have had a better chance if they were just hitting shots. And they've been hitting shots. That's also playoffs. true. Yeah. They were hitting shots all playoffs. That's how they got that far. And then unfortunately they stopped hitting shots. And their their offense is predicated on them hitting threes. If they're not hitting threes, their offense is terrible. It's just as simple as that. I will say I'm excited for next year, and I hope everybody's healthy because Denver was never really challenged yeah. at all throughout these whole playoffs. And I feel like if the Clippers could have stayed healthy, they probably could have gave them something to work with. Or if they would have ended up playing Boston or Milwaukee in the finals, and Boston would have came up, came up coming back 3-0 with a bunch of momentum, I think yeah. Boston could have gave them – I think Boston could have could have worked them a little more too. Like they cooked Miami was nothing. It wasn't even challenging. Hold on, Mark. Mark saying no. Go ahead. Wait, 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 very detailed. I'm a nitpicker. I'm not gonna lie. I I pick my spot. Like, I go off of. I'm a very like you can't impress me easily, especially not with just a resume. So I say this a lot. Like with Giannis on his chip, I'm like, okay, Kate Kyrie got hurt. Katie's foot was on the line. When the Suns went to the finals that same season, I'm like, everybody they played was hurt. Denver was really like that. I don't feel like anything was. No, I'm not saying they didn't play. They didn't play any injured team, but like a team like Milwaukee got eliminated yeah, in the first did. round because. No, but they, I'm like. I oh, I guess Miami. Like them, Tyler Hill wasn't going to change nothing, bro. 
I'm talking about they played the Suns hurt. They played the Suns hurt. But we're going to move. But the Suns weren't messing with them anyway, even if they were fully Hold on, 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 no, 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 you know he was out for you know seen out for for Bron no matter what. But go ahead, Chris. You got any more to say? That's what. It's so good. So so see by challenge you mean in the finals or just challenged overall? The whole the whole playoff they really didn't. Bro, they swept LA. Their only challenge was really Phoenix, and Phoenix wasn't even that much of a challenge. Can it be considered a challenge if they're just that good? Because they were they were that good compared to those teams for sure they were. I'm saying the, the team that you would expect, like Milwaukee and Boston, got eliminated. I'm not saying that they would have beat Denver, but I'm saying they would have given them more of a fight than Miami. How can you Especially say that, Boston. though? Because, but, but how can you say that? Because Boston went six games with the Hawks, first of all. They're set with the I'm damn saying, Sixers. But the thing with, the thing with Boston <laughs> is, we've seen this even last year. Guys, Boston, is, Boston is a team that rides off momentum, bro. We saw last year when they went, Ain't when they were. Game and runs? Exactly, and we saw last year when Boston started the season terrible, and then they they ended up going crazy. We saw they carried it over in the playoffs. We seen the same thing with Miami after the first round. They carried that momentum into the next two rounds. If Boston would have came back three zero against Miami, they would have came into that series with a lot of momentum. I'm not saying they would have won. I think Denver probably still would have won. But I'm saying Boston would have gave them a fight. They would Miami just Miami was just like all right, y'all y'all got it after game after game three. They was like whatever, we lost. No, I don't even think. I no, can't they didn't give up. They didn't, no, they didn't give up, but they were just like, it was clear that Miami was outmatched in that series. Like, they weren't going to beat them. See, and that's the it's thing. Exactly. I feel like I don't even think they were really out. Like, I mean, like, if you look at it on paper, yes, they are outmatched. But if you really actually just, like, from the how the series went, it was literally, it was like, if the Heat didn't shoot over 40% from three, they weren't doing nothing to win the game. They couldn't that's because they didn't outmatched. have that off. And they, they, cause like they just didn't have the offensive power, and it was just like, yeah. if they hit the, the open threes, terrible. they, 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 even, they even with, uh, I've been saying this all playoffs really with Miami. I was like, they, they can go as far as they want if they stay high. I said that after the Milwaukee series on this podcast. I said if they stay high, they can mess with anybody because they're hitting, they're hitting a bunch of threes. And I said when they stop hitting, we see what happens. Their offense is awful. They're not hitting threes. Because that's what it's predicated on. Even against Boston, when Boston came back 3-0, I was talking to my friends, like, yo, Miami has, like, the ugliest offense out of all the teams available right now. Because they just rely on hitting crazy-ass shots. Bunch of threes. They go, that's how they win. They're predicated on hitting threes. It's the same thing with Boston, too. That's why I always felt like I always felt like Boston could never really win in Chiffre because they rely too heavily on hitting threes. But I think Boston would have gave them a better challenge than Miami did, especially mm. with how Miami was shooting in the series. Okay, and okay. West, I think... I think they not the not that the I think the Nuggets would have ended up beating these teams anyway, but I think the Clippers and the Warriors would have gave them the toughest shot too. And the Warriors obviously they got they got eliminated by the Lakers and the Clippers dealt with their host up first round. But uh, I'm excited for next year. I think that's gonna really be the test for Denver because there's gonna be more healthy teams. There's gonna be better teams. Teams coming up on the rise. We and I'm now. Gonna, no, we, we hope there's no. more healthy teams. We, we hope, hope there's yeah. more healthy Yeah, we hope so. We there's a hope for that. We hope there's a hope Yeah, bro, Steam just basically took my point because that's excellent, bro, because to my opinion, I think Butler got gas at the end. He was giving us 26, 27 points per game throughout the entire playoffs. If you want to 
discount those crazy 40 back-to-back 40-point performances. That those are stats by themselves. With the two steals, six boards, Bam gave us what he could with the double-doubles, but I mean, I think they got gas, bro. I think they got gas. They just didn't have enough. And they were, the thing about them is they're so tight defensively, it helped them get by a lot. Their defense was always amazing. Bad. Their defense like, was great. Bro, if we don't score, we're going to make sure you don't score until this we is, score. Miami literally lost this series because of their offense because their defense was great. They did an they amazing job on Jamal Murray. They did an amazing yeah. job on Jamal. Jamal Murray didn't get off of, like he was in them old in them other series. He only had well, like yeah, what, 21 points. He was still great. Like his playmaking was yeah, amazing, he, but they he, weren't he letting utilize. him. He had like back-to-back to yeah, 10 assists yeah. games. But they, so Miami, he, I don't even know what, uh, Chris, you would probably know better than me. Right, Denver only had like one game where they scored more than one time. Like Miami was playing great defense. It's just their offense couldn't hold up. It was it was like Brooklyn versus Philly pretty much. Brooklyn played great defense, but their offense was terrible. So they weren't going to yeah. match up with Philly. That's- that's about right. Okay. Um, listen, we about to move on to more off-season topics that we just, you know, dive deep into why the Nuggets was better and why Jokic is the best center in the league and best player in the world right now and all that. So I'm going to just ask a quick yes or no. I just want everybody to say yes or no. Do, do, does the, do the Nuggets have the possibility to become uh, the next dynasty in the NBA like the Warriors were? Or slash R. Start it off Man. with Chris. Start it off with Chris. Just get it out the way. Start it off. Give me a hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Stone Cold. Team, what you thinking? Man, I, I can't say a team is going to be a dynasty off of one ring. I think, I mean, they got some, they, the guys are still relatively young. They can keep it up. I mean, I don't see why not, but like, a dynasty, I can't predict dynasty. Like, that's um impossible to predict. Like you weren't predicting the words are gonna be a dynasty after their first ring. I mean you know it's saying? hard to predict anything. You can't but, uh, you can't predict it. Okay, so you're uh eh, I got you. Yeah, like, I can't Johnny Chris, you say hell yeah, I say hell maybe. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> maybe that's a crazy that's a crazy <laughs> hell maybe though. For the point hell maybe. For the points that we mentioned before, I mean, I, no shade, but, you know, leave my guy alone. Leave my MVP alone. But anyway, <clears throat> for the points that we just mentioned, um, they, if they keep building around the obvious two stars and, like, you know, that can step up. If, if your supporting cast can stay consistent, y'all, I can, I can believe it. But like Steam said, a lot of teams are coming back this year. I like what the Kings did. I do. I like, I, I mean, LeBron's so the not King dealing with did. the Lakers. You saw the Warriors. Thing. You saw the Kings like, might be the Kings are interested in getting big. If they can, bro, yeah, it's I, a lot. Like, but to, to team's point, a lot of teams are coming back. A lot, a lot of that, like you know what I'm Bill, saying. I don't want to say. Bill has Bill has a no trade clause's contract, so he can agree to where he wants to go to. Exactly, like the, he, he, the Kings are. That's what I'm saying. But, Bill pretty much going where he a free agent. Pretty much, he can go wherever he want right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but, okay, yeah. Mar, so hell, hell maybe. <laughs> Hell, maybe. Um, the potential, I'm going to say, yeah. And for the simple fact, I'm going to say, yeah, because I didn't really consider the Warriors, the Warriors a dynasty. So, in my opinion, I feel like they could be better than the Warriors. So, you I'm, know that the Warriors are a dynasty? Yeah. Wait, um, why not, though? That's, that's... Why would they be a dynasty? 
Wow. I mean, the amount of times they've gone to the finals, the amount of times they've won in the span of like 10 years, they say like a decade of how dominant you could say they were. Because, I mean, I saw a fact, it was like the last, I think, 13 finals or 14, they either included the Heat or the Warriors, except for one year. They got four rings in eight years, bro. <laughs> that's come on. That's that's impressive. That's half the, and and like that's that's you got to give impressions of that. No, Mark, wait, Mark got more to say. I don't. I don't. Um, we need to Steph Curry when before you got Kevin Durant. Okay, you, you, it's because of Kevin Durant. That's why you're like, oh, they're not really a dynasty. I may I look at things differently. Like everything doesn't impress me. I look at things as a whole. So to me, that's not. They didn't even win three in a row. I I consider you a dynasty. The Spurs never. You consider the Spurs a dynasty? Cause they never won two in a row. Yeah, they sure did. So are they a dynasty? No. You really? got it. What, what, so what? A dynasty is based on consistency of wins in a row. It's a tough league. How about just add the rings up? But it happened though, so it's possible. So. Oh, okay. So their know. only dynasty in NBA history to you is the Chicago Bulls. And Lakers. The Lakers never won three in a row. And, yes, they oh, did. The, uh, Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. So you gotta win three in a row to be a dynasty. And that's yeah. and you know what? I, Wait, hold, I just, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you see you got Michael Jordan. You said Kobe. If Brown would have beat the Mavericks, that would have been three in a row because then he beat OKC and then the Spurs. So it's possible. Yeah, no. And then if and then KD got hurt, so they would have beat Toronto. So that would have been three in a row. So it's very possible. So I'm just not easily impressed. So I look at it differently. Okay. So let me just let me clarify this just so we can clarify it. So to you, when you consider a dynasty. Is a team being able to win to, to, to three-peat? Is that a dynasty? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a segment before about whether we thought a three-peat was ever going to happen again. And by that by that theory, I don't think we're – it'd be tough if we're going to see a dynasty again anytime soon. Might be coming close, but I, I – mean, I'm not You can't say that. I, I wouldn't believe it. Like I mean, it's a new league, but – but like I, I said, know, it, you hear the names we said. We said Michael Jordan, we said Kobe, possibly LeBron. You like, and then KD and them could have done it. So very true. I don't expect everybody to do. Okay. All, all right. it takes is one more team. I felt like Colin. It, I felt like it happened before, but I mean, I don't know. But, yeah. With Bill Russell in there. But I mean, it could have happened back then too. But I felt like it happened. But good, no, yeah, that's how. About three P. Yeah, but maybe yeah, I'm. Yeah, they're wrestling one like eight in a row or something like that. I mean, I think there's only three though: the Celtics, Bulls, and Lakers. That's impressive though. Those are some. Those are some historical franchises. I'll be honest. Um, I mean, that's Colin. Yeah. With with. The Nuggets have the potential to be a dynasty, yes or no? Yes, they do. But I love to see what the other teams do this offseason in terms of the free agency and who they trade. Here we go again. He did it again. He 
freaking did it again, yo. Chris, I, I, you, you gotta let it go. You gotta let it go, Chris. This is all he going to do. You gotta let it go. Chris, he didn't do it again. Chris, he didn't. He didn't. Yes. He said, yes, Chris. yes. And then I said, but let's see what the other teams do this offseason. That's nah, it. Chris, Chris just wants him to give the yes. acknowledgement. I'm not, Chris, I'm surprised he said yes. I said yes. I said no. I said um, no. Personally, I am going to say no that they can become a dynasty just because I simply don't think they will have the capability to win consecutive championships back-to-back just because how the league is turning out and just because of how stacked the wet, like just how stacked everything is and just how... And at any possible moment, anything can change. So I will personally say no to them being a dynasty, and to no to them being able to being able to hold all of their core support players around. Because if they start being, if they start, if their support players start overly playing well, like let's say a Michael Porter Jr. has a breakout season, do you really think he wants to stay behind and be that third superstar? Or third yeah. star with Jamal Murray and Jokic? He has three years. He has three years left on his deal. So where is he going to go? You think can we see more time? I mean, he can always team? request a trade, but like, I mean, that's don't act like that's not a real thing. Like, people don't request trades right. or things more happen. Time, more time, more time. I brought that up in the argument. Your guys gonna say, like, more times than not, if you're winning, you're more prone to keeping your guy. That's winning. not always true. I mean, you've always seen the Warriors it's have like people the win that's and then. The that's fair. Okay. That's usually All right. That's fair. All right. All right. Well. Since we've gotten past the front, you know, the Nuggets, we can stop talking about them and because they deserve all the talking about. I'm just saying, like, you know, they, they, they took over a lot. They took over a lot. So, listen, we're going to move on to teams that lost, teams that did terrible, teams that fired their head coaches because they had to go. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the coaches signing and all these hirings. Like, listen, let's, let's, let's talk about the Detroit Pistons Hiring Monty Williams, is that a good is that a good signing? Is that a good signing? Yes, it is. Yes, it's a good signing on both sides. Monty needed a fresh start. I think Aiden's still looking for him. <laughs> Them boys about Too to fight one. like twice, <laughs> and that's <laughs> Aiden's still looking for him. That's a great start for Monty. Move to move to the East. Um, I think what he does with K, Jaden, whoever they draft in this draft too, James Wiseman, uh, Isaiah Stewart. Uh, yeah, I definitely love to see what they do in the definitely upcoming years, though. I think, he, and then he has I'm time. I'm interested to see what he if young talent can he work with young talent. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to see what type of coach he's actually gonna be. Yeah, he's been like on, this he's been a, he's been a young talent. He he was with Young CP. Yeah, uh, I think he was good. He he, he does before CP even got there. Like he does good with young players. Good. Right. Yeah. So CP CP and Booker is all you need to know that Monty is going to be a good hire for the Pistons. Yeah, yeah I don't think okay. I don't think Monty I don't think Monty's a coach you want as a contender, but like for a young team like Detroit trying to trying to come up on the rise, I think Monty is a great hire for them. Six mm-hmm. years is a bit much. Yeah. Okay, Mar, you got anything on the Monty Williams talk? Um, I feel like he is a good chemistry player coach, but like Seems said, I don't think he's the type of I feel about him. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, let's let's move on. We're going to move on to the Houston Rockets. They they hired freak. Freak, no, I ain't gonna draw on him. I ain't gonna draw on him. I ain't gonna draw. I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna do too much with him. They hired him. I mean, Yudoka. Yeah, Yudoka. Yeah, Yudoka. So, what y'all thoughts? What What's your thoughts on that hire? What's your thoughts? Let me have. I like Houston. What did you say, Steve? I thought I like you. I don't know. I didn't know if he asked me or you, but go ahead, Carla. Oh. I mean, I definitely like it for Houston. Uh, definitely a coach is going to hold that young team accountable, especially on the defensive end. Uh, then whatever they draft with the fourth pick, too. Uh, then with Jalen, Sagoon, Jabari Smith. We don't know if James Harden still wants to go to Houston or not. We don't know about that situation. If that even makes sense, to be honest with you. But, hey, uh, Harden's all about the money right now. So uh, but I don't think Houston would even want to give him that money anyway. So even if he did want to go. But I think it's a great uh, – I think he's a great coach for the team, for the especially the team. You know, you don't see all the reports with Houston, bro. I think they're ready to pay somebody. Somebody getting paid. Hard stuff. Jalen Green didn't really be hype about. He was, he was kind not of about playing. what Jalen. It's not about what he wants. A bunch of reports that they 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 uh, want to get Harden. Kyrie is a better plan. They talking it's, about. I think they want an All Star type guy over there in Houston. So what do you do with the? You really gonna trade the young yeah. guys? So what you gonna trade? Trade? I think they're gonna have him with them. Like they're gonna try. Yeah, they're trying to make the playoffs, bro. They trying to make some. I was they surprised, trying to bro. Yeah. yeah. So I was surprised when Houston so early. I was surprised to see. They going for Harden, bro. Like, Definitely heard his um Kyrie's a backup. If I'm used to not, I'm not going for Harden. It just wows me to think that to Harden still gets this. We need to make the playoffs. Let's get James Harden type of type. Yeah, of, because he can get you to the playoffs. Like, Don't. Like, why does he get like? I well, still don't understand. Like, he's no. not your answer to getting through the playoffs. What is no. like, Why is he still? Teams are still backing up, still trying to sell their house for him. Right. Listen, That's- listen. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why James Harden will all will still continue to get highly recruited and highly looked at in them. Because of 2016. No, bro. Like you're not. Like you're being. You're being so unrealistic right now. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's like you. He can perform. He is a good player. He can distribute the ball, control the offense, and do X, Y, and Z. He can do all things, but – and also, he can get you to the playoffs. Not That's through. He, he, yes, yes, he can get you to there. But then but, there's a certain switch that you have to do with him and have that other superstar who actually can take over and lead the charge while he's your support man. That's what I'm saying. That's what it actually has to be, and that's what it. That's how it has to work with James Harden because he just you you've seen over and over and over and over and over again that this man can't perform perform after Game Four of the any an NBA playoffs. <laughs> any no matter first second any round, it don't matter first second or third round. It don't matter. It don't matter because he can't perform after Game Four. So it's like we like that, and we can we can we can utilize how good you are. For those games to try and steal or do something, but we need a co-superstar who actually can take over if we have to go past four games. Because after four games, I'm only looking at James Harden to give me 20 assists and t- 15 points. Please and thank you. That's all I want you to do. Because that's all you're really <laughs> only going to give me. That's all you're really only going to give me. And I'm not going to get on this high horse about James Harden because I mean that's all. It's just not necessary. No, James no, Harden can. Bad, James no. Harden. James Harden can get you to the playoffs. He can't do nothing else after that, but get you. So, are you agreeing? So, how much money are you willing, to, like, you know, give him? 
I mean, you gotta look. He still, he still, he still gotta earn. You gotta, he gotta earn at least, at least, at least twenty, maybe twenty five mil max, max. Who's gonna give James Harden worthy money? Uh, this feels like I don't know. Like better than average, but not met, but not crazy max money. He'll get James Harden money, whatever that means. Like James Harden, whatever. He'll get James Harden worthy uh-huh. money. Harden like again, better man. than average, but not that good. <laughs> Listen, if he in Texas, they don't got state tax, so he's gonna get good money anyway. I know, Martin, like yeah, I just I'm got to prepare for it now. Y'all gonna be mad, but Philly's gonna offer him a crazy contract, and he's gonna be a six. Well, Darren Moore, I, promise you. I can't what? wait. That's the guy. So, what? I can take care of more. Y'all, yeah, be pay, y'all gonna pay him. <laughs> y'all no, y'all can't do anything else. What y'all gonna do? Stop. If this segment ends up manifesting, I'm going to snap on this show the next <laughs> the next upcoming NBA season. Y'all, yeah, the Sixers are going to pay him this, this summer, bro. Mark, what's your thoughts on the Houston Rockets pickup of Udoka? Talking about signing James Harden. What's your thoughts on that? I need, I need to know. That's crazy. If you sign Udoka, I feel like you're going in the other direction. And then if you sign James Harden, you're going like a hundred steps back. So like, <laughs> thank you. What? up. them signing any superstar just doesn't add up to me. Like I don't. It care. like. I don't care who it is. Doesn't make any sense. Like, didn't they have like the third pick? They just had like they got the fourth. third or fourth, third or fourth. And this draft class, the top five is pretty nice. Picked up Kevin Porter when like no one else wanted him. So I don't know what they're trying to do with that. They don't even want him anymore. Like they, Jalen Green doesn't even want him over. To be honest with you, he really doesn't. That's cool, but it, he not he doesn't hold that I weight to say no. Sagoon, that's be honest, his team I think now. I'm a little, I think I'm a little less against it than y'all are, just because I believe in your young guys needing to play competitive basketball in order to get better, and I think bringing it harder makes Houston a competitive team at the very least. So and what type of you? younger guys in, in position to start? I would, I, I mean, I would rather go for another guy, probably like someone who maybe fits the timeline a little more and still makes us a little better. But, I mean, James Harden will still make them a, a more competitive team. They'll be in games more, and it'll make those young guys better in those situations. Like, you have to, you can't going? just be losing, building losing habits, and you're not going to learn anything. You're not going to get better. Well, then what What type of – is James Harden a great role model you, you would want him to be around your young players? I mean, yes, he could probably show – It's not about being a role model, bro. It's not about being a role model. It's getting them there. And it's about having somebody, like – like just having that type of James Harden is one of the best players of all time. Regardless if he's hold up to that caliber or not, having somebody like that for them to look look at, like, oh, this is James Harden. Look, like, man, I will say, example. I I will say the way he makes every center better everywhere he goes. Alfred Sanguin was a double double before him. So like from from Clint Capella to DeAndre Jordan to any center he plays with, he gets them a a contract or they their number their numbers just exceed. Like that, he plays very well. I will he say he also that. plays with a lob threat. How you know that? I can't even think of his name. How you know that Alex is that? 
Mm. I mean, so he, I would. I think Arden's gonna stay Eagle anyway, but I think they should go and get like a like a D'Angelo Russell or somebody, just somebody to play that point guard, an actual real point guard who's gonna run your offense and make sure. Man, I can't wait to. Run. We got to talk about these offseason with, K, with KPJ. KPJ is good, but he's not like he's not. He's going up there trying to get buckets. Like, he's not trying to yeah. pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's kind of like how the Bulls are playing. Like we were just having Zegley and Demar be the the playmakers for us, and they were just going out there trying to score. Like they, they need a guy like D'Lo or a guy like Harden who's gonna look to get guys involved. Okay. Chris, you got anything you want to say? Yep. I think it's a terrible hire. I don't like it. Oh. Mm, Why is that? Because they're just certain – well, as of right now, it's still vague to know what Ime Yudoka can do with the rebuilding team. But over history, it's just been examples where just some coaches in certain situations just don't fit. Here's an example. When Frank Vogel was coaching the Indiana Pacers – he was considered a he was considered a great coach, an up and coming great coach as well. He was considered to lead a team to a championship, et cetera, et cetera. Now, things outside of his reason, but also him included, they were not able to achieve that success. He goes down to Orlando, who at the time is a rebuilding team, and what's the bet? Another example: Larry Brown coached the Detroit Pistons during their mid 2000s after he finished coaching the 76ers, won them a chip. And they were constantly competing for the NBA Finals. Whether they won or not, they were always at least in the Eastern Conference Finals. He leaves, takes a job with the Charlotte Bobcats. What's the bet? Sometimes you putting a a high-caliber coach in a rebuild situation just does not work. So what I see from this Emi Udoka thing going on, and just from the fact that I'm hearing that Houston has all this money with a pay out to superstar guys, Emi Udoka wants to rebuild the team. Why do you want to rebuild a rebuilding team? Why the hell are you there then? Mm. I'm pretty sure that's something oh. See, honestly, I do I do have to agree where you're coming from because honestly, I feel like um he would have been better suited now looking at all the coaches that like coaching changes that has come available. He literally the three better option he had, I'm gonna have to say the Sixers, because I mean we have uh potential to maybe maybe do something in the playoffs if I don't know, they gotta <laughs> win maybe one time, please for me. Before I die, can you just please win one time? Please God, let him win one time, please. But that that I'm not gonna get into my, um, my soapbox. I'm not I'm not gonna get it, I'm not gonna get in my soapbox with it. I'm not gonna get in my soapbox with it. I'm not listen, listen, I'm not gonna get in my soapbox, okay? Um the other team that was also potential was the Suns when they got KD because that's they're in a win right now and they can do something and also the Milwaukee Bucks those three teams was most likely been the best choice but if he would have waited it out got, yeah if he would have waited but he signed this contract way back when before all these guys even got fired so like, he probably was just thinking all oh, the Bucks is going to fire Mike the Sixers going to fire Doug like yeah also true but I mean I don't, and again nobody knows the email you dug a situation but I feel like him going to the Rockets, I feel like he's going to try to implement his strategy and be like, this is how you need to play and this is how we're going to play. And when you're talking like that around a bunch of 21, 22-year-olds, they don't want to listen. They're just trying to hoop. Yeah, I feel like, like, I mean, honestly, honestly I, I can't feel like Boston is a young team. Yes, but, also, but, uh, but Boston was also, also older in their 20s. Right, and they, had veteran, and they had veteran help on that team. Who Who's yeah. the veteran in Houston? I think me at this point. <laughs> what Kenny Martin yeah. Jr. Kenny Martin Jr. <laughs> I think I I like it because I feel like I mean obviously we we won't know until 
to it happen. But like I feel like Ime's a guy who can get over like he can he can get into like he could tap tap into a Jalen Green and make him make sure like, all right, this is how you do it the right way. Like the way you playing is not not how we're gonna do it. He's the guy who's gonna be like, We need a real point guard or we need some like we need guys we need to play defense. Like he's gonna get guys fired up. Like whether you going not like having that Boston team turn around like that, turn the season around like they did, that's part of Eme too, in terms of getting guys to want to play no and play better and, and I think no you can get that same type of same type of vibe with the Rockets too. I and mean, you see guys are starting like uh Kevin Porter Jr. had came to his, his press conference or whatever. You see guys are starting to look and be like, okay, this is a coach I can mess with. You, I don't want to bring a uh, race into it, but like sometimes young black players need a black coach they can relate to. They had a black coach. Steve, bro, 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 listen, 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 listen. Yo, listen, Chris, 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 Chris is just. Chris, no, you, you made it. Is Steven Siles not black? I'm sorry, I'm looking at something. Am I color like, like, black? He wasn't getting them. They wasn't respecting Steve Styles. He lost the locker room, bro. He wasn't, they wasn't respecting him. You made the guy who's going to demand respect in the locker room. He's also going to get it because listen, he's won, like he's he's won enough and been to somewhere. They're like, man, I don't know. He he might know what he's talking about over this dude over here. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. They might they might give him the respect off of just the fact that he we've seen him do something before, and we are now in his reins to possibly do it again. So I feel like you know. Eh. I think but, it's a step in the right direction for Houston, but I think Houston's problem. Like obviously Steven Siles wasn't wasn't good, but like they're probably missing the coach. It's that front office. They need to figure out what to do because they trying to rebuild, but they don't want any vets there. Now you have all these players building bad habits, and they're not going to improve that way. You gotta. It starts at the top where you're thinking like, all right, we need to we need to get some some vets to help these young guys out. Or like they they sitting there being bad on purpose. Like they when they had John Wall, a former All Star point guard who could teach who could teach your young guard a guy like him for a dream, he could teach him a thing or two. You talk about some John Wall, don't even come to the game. Don't even come to practice. Like, what is that? Don't come to practice. Don't travel with us. You don't even want him traveling with y'all. That's a, a vet right there who's been who's had success with a, with a franchise, with leading a franchise. And you don't want him teaching your young guys nothing at all. You don't even want him to travel with y'all. Like, that's terrible management. It starts with the top, bro. It, it does start with the top. But I feel like a better coach in this situation, you can give somebody, and again, I can't believe I'm going to say this, Brett Brown is a team like this. I mean, Brett Brown coached the losing team in the Sixers all the time. And, I mean, he coached them to the playoffs. Whether it was his his, his uh, whether I can't remember. What's the way I'm saying? Whether it was because of him or not, he did coach them to the playoffs. Or why not give, like, somebody a chance? Sam Cassell a chance. So they're going to the Celtics. Ryan Saunders a chance. Another assistant coach. I mean, you could just give somebody a chance in this situation. Yes, they got Steven Siles. I don't know Steven Siles' background. But there are also other coaches, young coaches, who just won a chance. Just give them a chance with the Rockets. If they develop and they grow them, then you can swap him out and get somebody different, You a more established coach. But I feel like putting an established coach in a rebuild situation just is like mixing water with oil. That's that's just me. Okay. okay. I respect it. I'm not going to knock it. Uh, we're going to move on to these teams. Uh, we're going to – listen, honestly, I got I to gotta hit the Sixers and the Suns at the same time because I thought both of these hires were terrible. Um. But that's just my thoughts on it. We can take it one at a time. I'll pass it to anybody you can need to talk about the Suns, the Sixers, or both. Start with <laughs> maybe Mar. Start, start with Mar first, and then we swing it to Johnny. My bad. Can you repeat that? I don't know. 
No, you good, Thug. You good. Um, so I, I brought up the Sixers and the Suns because I personally think the both hires that they made were terrible. But I'm passing it off to everyone else. Mar, you going to go first? You can either talk about the Sixers, talk about the Suns, talk about both, whatever you whatever you feeling. I just want to know your thoughts. The Suns got Frank Vogel correct, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Y'all got Nick Nurse. Yes, sir. Might as well just skip me. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That says it. That says it. All right. I'm glad. I understand. Listen. Uh, I got look. I mean, what can you say? Well, all right. I mean, I don't even get into Frank. That's just ugly. I mean, this is a children's show to some extent, right? And the things I I mean, I'm talking. Oh, I don't even get into Frank. But anyway, Nick Nurse. What's wrong with Frank? But what? That's What's wrong with Frank? He's never he's been out. First of all, I actually thought there was a time where I thought he was a good coach, and it took me a while to find out that he's just not good. At first, I was give, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt because he wasn't on the best teams with the best players, like even all the way back with the Pacers, like they were putting they were like overhyping certain players that were better than what, what they really were, like because the coach because the coach made them better than what they were. <laughs> But no, I ain't like a great defensive coach. Yeah, but, uh, you know what? I'm probably looking at it at one side because offensively, I never seen like even with the, and he, I think he was just with the Lakers at a bad time. I think he got with the Lakers. The Lakers at a bad built time, a terrible bro. roster. Bro. <laughs> they did, they, that's what I said. That it was, was a bad time, team. bro. And and that's why I was I was giving him the benefit of the doubt to some extent. It's like a halfway with that because he never. I I never. I think the best player he had probably was. Like, if not put, did he, was he there when Brown was there? The late, he won a chip with Brown, bro. Yeah, he definitely was. So, I've been Paul George. <laughs> that's about it. I mean, Bubble. but I, I don't like Frank Vogel. I, 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 I him, I might be looking at this one sided, but I don't think he's like, this is an offensive league and you have to score. Um, I've seen it. I've seen, I, I don't see much success from defensive minded coaches. I don't see consistent success. Like, uh, it's, I have defensive so Johnny, coaches. Before, like, before you finish, so do you like the Nick Nurse hire? No. Uh, dude, I just wanted to make sure it was consistent. Nah, Nick Nurse no, the same way. He's, he's worse. He don't, he's worse. He had better players, and I still I think he was hiding behind talent to some extent. Wait, he's actually yeah. the opposite. I thought no, no, Nurse is a, I think Nurse, is a, no, Nurse had better coach. players that carry lie. him above his lie. coaching. Nurse is a great coach because he he makes adjustments that change. He makes like game changes, series changes, and adjustments. But they went new nurses. I don't think Sixers' problem was their defense. Sixers' problem was their stagnant offense. And I don't think Nurses did not to fix their problem. But yeah. the thing with nurses, he's creative. That's something that's like that the Sixers could use with some creativity in their just their their whole style of play. But like with Vogel, I think I think Vogel will be good for them, bro, if they get the right pieces that play defense. Because I think having Book and KD, they they could carry your offense along with the Benson. Yeah, Vogel's defensive system behind those two, and the Suns can play a great defense alongside having KD and Booker on offense. I think Vogel was a great signer for him. Okay. Championship point two, one or two. He's he's with this pop. Yeah, he's with he's with a better team this time around. He's like you know he's with a good team again. He's with a good team. He's with a good contending team again this time around. So yeah, even with that bubble team, 
you could see the the adjustments he made throughout the whole playoffs that made them that made them a better team. Like versus Denver, starting Dwight Howard so he could be messed up with with uh, Jokic, and then uh, then they start Caruso that series too, or maybe it was a different series. But like there was a series against Houston when they started Marquise Morris. They did. They the started. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another series. It might have. It might have been Denver too. They started Caruso too. For, yeah. uh, for, to guard Jamal Murray, like he was doing a bunch of stuff to make them a better team. Like, like Vogel knows what he's doing, bro, for sure. He better than Nick? Nah, I, I, <laughs> I love Nick, but because I, I, I think Nick is, a, I think Nick is one of the cre- most creative coaches in the league, and that's what I love when a coach is creative and, and be able to think of stuff and try stuff, just to be like, like what teams were. I mean, the, the Miami was running his own, but I feel like. Like versus the Warriors running that box of one. What NBA team is running box of one? That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? If you go back and watch that bubble series with Toronto and Boston, Nick Nurse and Brad Stevens were going back and forth, just coming up with a bunch of different stuff, a bunch of different creative ways to win that series. Like with the, uh, even though Nick Nurse might have his his questions on offense, like I think with the Raptors they won, but I think just because Kawhi was just that good, like he was going to get your offense, he was going to get your offense over the top, and that's why I believe mm-hmm. Phoenix because they have Katie and Book who can just get your offense. I think what something the Sixers needed was just some creativity. And even though I don't think Nurse is going to be the guy to, to make them a championship team or nothing like that, I think Nurse is definitely a clear upgrade from Doc Rivers. He still wants to see, the too. see, I definitely want to point out the year after even when Kawhi left, when Kawhi wasn't on the team, he still took the Raptors as the second team in the East. They, they were 53 yeah. and 19. So that, that speaks on. They took both of They had no clear superstar on their team. So yeah. it was just like, and now you got at least. Joel, if James Harden wants to stay, and you got Maxi, then he utilizes his bench too. That's something Doc never really does. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm a little interested to see if Harden actually does stay. What Nick Nurse can do with the offense, because I don't think Nurse had an offense this dynamic in terms of just talent alone. Because we've seen what Harden and Embiid pick and roll can do and unlock, and we only seen the base of it. Because Doc would just Doc wasn't doing much with it. He just ran that pick and roll had everybody standing around. I think you right. put Nick Nurse, who's more creative, and we haven't seen him do anything crazy on offense yet. But I think having a Harden and B can make him start to think of new ways on offense. Like, all right, what else can we unlock behind this pick and roll and having Matt, Tyrese Maxey off the ball and stuff like that and just keeping young great players around that. We'll see what the Sixers do, man. I like the hiring for both teams. Yeah, I mean, I like the hiring for the Sixers. I mean, just based off that, you know, like I said, uh, he's going to utilize the pieces on this bench. That's something Dot never really did. And he, like Seem said, he makes in-game adjustments. We saw against the Celtics series. So, I definitely feel like... Steve, excellent point, Steve. My fault, Steve. Go ahead. What you going to say? No, definitely. No, I mean, honestly, I, yeah. like I said, I'm excited. I mean, then it all depends on if James Harden wants to come back, honestly. He's like the make-or-break piece for the Sixers. Yeah. At, you I'm know, the Sixers might y'all might be mad at Harden, but y'all y'all have to bring him back because y'all aren't going to upgrade from him, and y'all are trying to win a championship. Right, because so there's no the point piece. in the market. There's no yeah, point. Not upgrade. Harden's still a top and, 25 player, so like there's no point in letting him walk just because like you have to bring him back. Yeah. Well, maybe a maybe a defensive minded coach can actually like like prove like maybe he can actually win win hopefully. Because I'm just like I don't like like defensive minded coaches in this day and era don't have much success. Um, a lot of ones like from like maybe I don't know, Thibodeau had Thibs had a good year finally. I think if you had Quince, I'm thinking about Qu- what Quinn Snyder firing, who other defensive minded coaches really don't like I, 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 I feel like all right, Vogel getting a chip, that's nurse. it. 
Nurse had the chip with the record. So that lucky yeah. shot. Compared to every compared to all other oh, defensive minded coaches <laughs> with championships. Is Mike Malone considered a defensive minded coach? Malone is both Malone's offensive. He, he's yeah, a great, he's I, a great I would say guy, yeah, but, one of the rare Malone. ones, but Quinn yeah, Snyder's I mean, the Hawks, actually. That's Spo We've seen Spo has Spo's more like he, he can do stuff on offense too. Like but Spo is predominantly a defensive head a defensive minded coach. He's a good yeah. offensive coach too, but Yeah. You gotta sell me on these defensive coaches in this day and era. All right. Kendra, you got Kendrick's audio out. Chris, you got anything you wanna you wanted to oh Kendrick's back. Chris, you got anything you wanna say or are we gonna you gonna you gonna happy in silence? I mean, what is it that I can say that y'all already have said? Um Fair. I I I like the Nick Nurse hiring more so than I like the Frank Vogel. I really don't like that. And I don't like that because I I feel like it's an odd fit because and I can't even say it's Frank Vogel's fly. I just think it's the perception of him since I brought up his Indiana days. Just based off that, I don't know how well he will be able to mesh with the Phoenix Suns. Again, he's going to a situation where, as of right now, he might not have DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul to start next year. So now you're only dealing with both Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Now you have to figure out a way to build around them, however that goes. Now, I'm now... What you about to say? For some, I feel like if they go for some more defensive-minded pieces around Book and KD, I think we've seen in the playoffs, Book and KD alone can give you a great offense. Phoenix offense is great all playoffs. They're just having those two. I think if you get uh, some more defensive-minded guys that Vogel could work with, I think you have a great roster. I mean, definitely they need more defense, but at the same time, we saw – Devin Booker really trying to carry the Suns on his back and Kevin Durant not show up. So I think it'd also be helpful to have another shot career on that team that you can yeah. actually go to. It, you need you need some offense too. I'm saying in terms of uh, just with Frank Vogel the hiring and what they can do with that. I'm just saying obviously you're gonna need guys who can make shots. You're gonna need guys who can create shots. But what I mean in terms of just offense, Vogel's not gonna have to do that much on offense because KD and Book create so much. On offense, they're offensive hub. They're going to get you open shots. They're going to get That's you that. opportunities to score. Okay. So I can agree with that. A bunch of crazy different plays around like that because they have those too. Okay, yeah. I can agree with that. I would say when it comes to Nick Nurse, why I do like the hire, um, I do agree with Seam. It's not. Is honestly, y'all put yourselves in this position. It's not going to work unless James Harden comes back. Because who are you going to get to replace that value? If you let's just say you go out and get Bradley Bill. Okay, so you got Bradley Bill and Tyus Max in the backcourt. On paper, that sounds good. Who's gonna play make out of him? Like who's who's going to play make? Tyrese Max is a good player, no doubt. Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill, a, I'm not gonna Bradley Bill is a good playmaker, but he's not James Harden. Like James Harden is one of the best one of the best facilitators in the league. Yeah, yeah. Right, and and yeah. we saw and we saw also the past two years after Bradley Bill had back to back years of scoring close to or over thirty points a game, he's regressed. Now I now I'm not saying he's Bad, no doubt he's dead. He's still good for 20 a night, no doubt. But if you get Bradley Bill, just think of that contract that you're taking on. So you can't make any other moves if you're adding another player. On. 235 is crazy, though. That's a lot of yeah, money to take. Robert, that's a lot of money. Whoever gets Bill, that's why the, I don't think this is, I mean, y'all can get Bill to the Rockets. <laughs> no, I think yes. Bill is. 
I think build to a team like Miami or Sacramento makes sense because they're not going to get anybody anyway. Like Miami's not good. Miami can't go out and find anybody. And the Kings, Sacramento's not really a, an attractive destination spot for most stars. So their their way of getting a star is getting a barely build. Right, I think Bill will fit right into the Kings too. I think that's like my idea. Mm-hmm. My, if I if Bill gets traded this offseason, I would love him to go to the Kings because he could fit right into what they do. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I'm missing, man. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for all season. I'm excited for the draft. I'm just excited. We'll definitely be back uh, with a definitely another episode, especially with the offseason moves. And we'll see how every team, you know, pretty much stabilizes the team moving forward. So anyone else wants to say anything else before we end off the episode? Nothing else. Happy Juneteenth, good people. Juneteenth, shout out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. So with that being said, we end off episode 114 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Kendrick was an amazing mediator and host. Appreciate you, Kendrick. Shout out to Mari, Chris, Seam, and Johnny. Thanks a lot for everyone on this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed recording this episode. Stay tuned for another uh, Restricted Zone episode. Next time will be WWE. Uh, an episode focusing on the draft a little bit before, which is actually next Thursday. So be on the lookout for that. And with that being said, you can follow us on all streaming platforms. We're talking about Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. We're out there and we're free. You don't got to pay a dime. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe and leave a like. Uh, Definitely share it out with your friends. And all we ask is for a like and comment just to subscribe. We push the algorithm off. So with that being said, enjoy the rest of your episode. I'm sorry. Enjoy the rest of your day. And definitely, hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. Have a great day, everybody.